Ready after this? Now I don't speak. Hold on. Well, you can, I mean... I just need to pick my underwear out of my crevice. Don't How? get me all riled up. <laughs> How does it do that? I'm just saying. I'll never know. I mean, they don't know I'm wearing pajama pants. So We cannot see. Where, why is it writing? That's the whole point of pajama pants. Jesus Christ. All right. All right. Don't forget, you can guess what we saw. You can win $500. That's right. We saw something, and if you can guess what it is, you'll win a $500 Visa gift card. So submit your guesses and read the full rules at oyabigtime.tv slash guess. And always remember, you can call us and leave us a voicemail message at 802-870-6928. Ask for advice, financial advice, dating advice, Anything, if you disagree with something we say or have a question or just want to talk to us about something, you can give us a call at 808. <clears throat> you can give us a call at 802-870-6928. The last four digits are OYBT. For, for oh, yeah, big oh yeah, big time. All right. Okay. Oh, here we go. And welcome to Oh Yeah Big Time. This episode is not brought to you by Spotify. Do you love listening to music but hate it when the artists who make the music you love listening to make money from you listening to their music? Well, since 2008, Spotify has been taking your money and keeping almost all of it. That's right. For just $11 per month, you can help fund a company that pays the artists you love almost less than any other streaming service. So sign up today and help squash creativity at Spotify.com. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of Spotify. That one's rough for me. Cause a I little try, touchy? I try, it's a little, well, not for, I agree. It's self-loathing because I try to be considerate with my purchases and my, their algorithms are so good and I haven't. I haven't left them yet. Their algorithms are better than most, but that's what you're paying for. Yeah. You're paying for the algorithm. You're not paying for the artists. You're oh. paying for them to for develop the, bullshit. For the Swedish developers? Yeah. They're Swedish, right? They are, yeah. yeah. So that's what you're buying. It seems very anti-Swedish to not distribute It's the, the most anti-Swedish company. Maybe it's like a counterculture because they can't, dis you know what I mean? It's like... Yeah. How else are they going to get their inequality wiggles out? Well, per stream, Spotify pays, let's see, I, I have a chart here, if we can pull that up. Because per stream, Spotify pays artists less than, again, almost any other streaming service. And they don't even have the most songs. They have like 60 million songs. That's a lot. That's probably most of everything you'd ever want to listen to. But Who has more? Apple, Tidal. Uh, Napster, SoundCloud has the most, but most of that is just like uh, that's that's most of what's on SoundCloud. Just bullshit avant-garde. Who knows what? I think Dubstep is still on SoundCloud as well. That's where it's They're still. They're letting living. it live on. Yeah, 
But uh, yeah, this uh, this chart here shows payouts per 100,000 streams. So the last four here are just abysmal. $1,900 from, that's Napster? Napster, yeah. They're really oh. trying. They want they want artists on Spotify. Oh, we should move to Napster. Well, Napster doesn't have uh, a, a lot of songs. They're not doing so hot on the catalog category. Title's a little better. Isn't uh, it Dr. Dre or something? Something. Okay. Rihanna, Dre. It's the Illuminati. Oh. So Napster, you just got to make your music tastes. That was a harsh S. Oh. It's okay. I can't just stop whistling. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, some days some days the S's are, are you know, you'll be like. It makes me not want to talk. I want to. I'm just going to be silent for the rest. I'm going to avoid all swords. Don't, don't get self-conscious about your S's. I, I think they're they're handled differently on mobile devices. Okay. So it won't be as harsh as through these professional audio ah, earphones. That are not sponsored, but I would love if they were. Yeah. So, uh, so this is the chart. Um, if you, I don't know, make your decisions. But but look at look at Spotify down there. Six times less? Is that three? Yeah. Right? You, YouTube isn't even trying. Yeah, they don't give a full. They're just like, we don't give, like, That's who cares? That's kind of crazy to me, actually. You think about all those music videos that have like a billion Despacito. Right. He's making like $15 off of such a great song. Great song. Favorite song. So choose your streaming service based on what they're paying the artists you listen to. Yeah, if you if your favorite artists are not Napster. Just I would say go with Apple. Because they have the most songs, they pay them the third most. It's a win-win for everybody. I would just make an Excel spreadsheet and, you know, figure out where the Napster artists are. It's a long process, but if you want to do the right thing, You'll make an if you want to do the, the real right thing, go go with Napster.com. Again, that's Napster.com. It's not fair. It's like Blockbuster that they got left behind. What happened? Well, no, they didn't get leave, left behind. They just did illegal stuff for the first <laughs> 10 years of being a thing. Yeah, how are they still? It wasn't even like a company. It was just some guy yeah. with an app that, That's true. that stole music all over the whole internet. What happened to Kazaa? Was that that was just a torrent? That was just that, you. You'd be like, oh, I'd like to download this music video from Coldplay, and it's just porn. Yeah, it would just be porn. That's how we got it. Yeah, <laughs> it's like download fix you, if you know what I mean. What it's is... a good one. <laughs> it's really sad. It's actually porn about fixing either appliances or just. You know, an emotional, I will fix you. How about that for some background porn music? Yeah. Fix you from Coldplay? I would tear streaming down my face while I watch that inappropriate content. Well, anyway, sorry to ramble about Spotify. It just It's bullshit. I think Spotify is a bad company. I think they could potentially ruin podcasts. Yes. I don't like how they're like trying to take over that industry. Exclusivity. Yeah. This is not. This is the antithesis of podcast. The whole point of podcast was to to break free from terrestrial radio, to put shows on the internet where you can download and listen to it anywhere, anytime you want. And now you have Spotify buying podcasts, making them exclusive to, to Spotify, and and you have to pay Spotify to hear it without these incessant ads. Yeah. Which are louder than the music, like they, they up the volume on the ads. 
Yeah. Which is also, I thought, illegal, like on TV or something. It is, yeah. Yeah, but they don't abide by that. That is that is one area where I'm principled. I've cut off every podcast that's gone exclusive with Spotify. If you go exclusive, you're out of my iPod. Yeah. You're out of my pod time. You can't be in pod time. Because what a sellout. Like well, That's, you know, I, I, I liked Joe Rogan. I did. Yeah. But then when the, the exclusivity thing happened, done. That's when I canceled my Spotify, refused to watch Joe Rogan. I've slipped up a few times with clips, but... They should just pop up, even if you don't want them to. But them giving Meatball Boy... <laughs> He's a meatball baby boy. Joe Rogan looks like if you just took raw ground beef, smashed it into a ball, <laughs> and put headphones on it. And I've touched his fingers. You have? Shook his hand like... I guess they can't do an impression, but like this. We'll throw it up in post. Yes. Yeah, like, I don't know how much, but then, like, would you say no to whatever 100 million, you know? If I was at, like, right now, not a chance. Of course I'd say yes. Yeah. But if you're at Joe Rogan, he was doing fine. And he's supposed to be, like, principled. That's his whole thing. He's supposed to be the man of the people. And then he gets, what, $200 million or whatever it was from Spotify. Not a man of the people anymore. That changes the podcast game in a bad way. It changes Jan Reagan in a bad way. Like, do you remember when he got that Spotify money? No, I couldn't tell you what year that was. I think it was right around the time of the pandemic, but he took that money and he turned his studio into a tribal tattoo. His studio looked like if instead of being a band, Evanescence was spinner hubcaps (laughs) that morphed into a wall. The podcast. Yeah. They were like, can we make Evanescence into hubcaps and make those hubcaps into a wall and make that our studio? He could Every, have done anything. He could have done I anything. I would rather be in our studio by, by this yes. Pespis or Jat Pay Paspas. Pat J. Pespis, yeah. Like, his is a nightmare. I would never go on that as a guest. I would go on there as a guest. I would do a lot of things. Every guest, the first thing they should st- say when they get on his show after he's like, how you doing? They should say, thank you for changing this studio. And he'll go, mm. I'm so glad you fired that can of Code Red Mountain Dew as your interior designer. <laughs> it was very claustrophobic as well. It was a very weird, no one looked comfortable. Everyone, when he had that, everyone's like nervous the whole yeah, time. Which made me nervous and angry. He, he did walk it back though. To like his original ish. Yeah, he he. I mean, it's not his original, but it it's it's more Joe. I it's him. I'm just proud of because it had to take some level of uh, not only awareness but but inner. um, What's the word I'm looking for? Just inner uh, reflection, Uh, self awareness of sorts. Because after spending God only knows how much money on turning the the furnace from Home Alone into a room. He, he was like, okay, this is, this is fucking ridiculous. Well, he probably read one thread of YouTube comments and was like, oh my God, there's no way, even if you're Joe Rogan, you're not like, I need to reevaluate. This is not good. I, I picked everything bad. Everything I have done is bad. What, like, what does the interior of his house look like? If that was like his dream studio plus right. $100 million. What is his What is his bedroom look what like? What does it look like? Because I just picture like mounted animals. Maybe it's just pent up like his wife does all the interior decorating. Ooh. And so he's like, everything I've always wanted, 
I'm going to I'm going to do in this podcast studio. It's like a man cave. I mean, that room next to us is kind of where I put. You know, this house is pretty. Well, it's not a nice house, but painted a very specific theme. But then I just had to get my craziness out and paint it turquoise and put up ugly art because I just needed that outlet. And now that I'm, one room to be terrible. Yeah, and I really want to like paint and make it nice now because I'm out of that system. But maybe that's what he's doing. He's like he's never had this, so he's just like. Put shapes and geometry. Well, here's here's something very revealing. Um, go ahead and pull up in the notes. There's a link here. So I found the panels, the the acoustic tile panels that he has in his old Darth Maul podcast room, and these are them. So if you click on the long shape, it's the the longest shape. This one. And then the fourth from the right. Finish black. Scroll down. And make the fabric red. That's what he picked. <laughs> and it was $61. Per, I don't know, is it per shape? Per panel, yeah. Per I mean, that's panel? not a lot of money, I guess, for an acoustic it's panel. It's not for $100 million. Like, right, you build get, a house, build a podcast house. You get house. $200 million, and you go on, and you look at this, and you think, huh. fuck yes. What a bad... Look at that. I think there's a lot to psychoanalyze there that I haven't spent a lot of time on, but I think we should hold him accountable for whatever whatever year this was. Was it like two years, four years ago? No way to know. When did when did Joe Rogan when did Joe Rogan Darth Maul room? I don't know. I, just, I don't think that's a common Google search. <laughs> I'm disappointed. I'm not getting results. Yeah, it's like the query doesn't make sense, and I'm like, where, where is it? Where? The internet doesn't tell me anything. But he was criticized, and he, he was like, I guess I'll install some shiplap and a Johnny Rockets sign behind me, Being and that'll mission. be better. Yeah. So I just think he should be constantly reminded of what he did. Yes. As like, remember, you did that. Like, they should put those panels back up. You did this after you did that. I wonder what that's, like, his wife thinks about that. She was probably just, oh, my God. <laughs> Like, she's probably stoked on the money because, you know, who wouldn't be? Yeah, she's probably like, I don't like, care. Make it look like hell. Yeah. But then it's like, oh, this is what I'm married to. This is his soul actualized. That's a word. Like, on if the wall. Satan had a spaceship, Joe Rogan made that. Like, not even Satan's like so much fucking cooler than that. But apparently, someone like made the Fuddruckers sign behind him, like the neon sign. Yeah. Somebody made that and just gave it to him. Can I look up what that looks like? Yeah. Yeah, that is a Fuddruckers. Is it this one? Yeah. That's like Johnny Rockets, Fuddruckers. It's so ugly. I think his studio is so ugly. But someone gave it to him? Somebody made it and gave it to him. So, so. Like a, Was it like a fan that's like, here, brother? It's Yeah. I'm sure he paid for it and just wanted to say that. So. Right. But I, if, he did, if he did give it to him, I mean, Joe Rogan should be promoting that neon sign company. Yeah. You can't just be accepting things for free. Or at least, like, tipping the guy. Right. I accept this gift, but also here's a tip. Yeah, I don't know. People uh, people are complaining a lot about having to tip It's getting lately. a little... I'm getting a little weary of it. I will say I was listening to my favorite podcast. The right. The Ross Bolin podcast. Wait, that's your favorite podcast? Yes. After our podcast. Great. Great news. It's a great podcast. He's great. Even his... 
I'm not mad at him necessarily for his views on tipping because they're kind of nuanced. He's not that fired up. But his callers, he said something about tipping and then his callers called to comment on it and, you know, banter about it. But it's like the people that are so full of like vitriol of like tipping and they always think they're the first person to be like tipping's out of control. Yes. Everyone, it's like moist. It's like moist. It's like soggy paper straw. Right. They're like, it's not a clever thing to, and they always say the same thing, the iPad, they just flip the iPad around, they want money for it. You spin the iPad around. It's like, yeah, because you have to sign. And they just, they, the company that they work for bought the best deal on a PO, on, on, on a point of sale system. Yeah. That happens to include that in the checkout flow. They always take it out on the per like the cashier or whatever, like they programmed it and they're personally like, you need to give me a tip and they're guilty. Like, right. It's part of the checkout process. And they're like, they set the minimum to like, they didn't set the minimum. Stop taking it out on the person. Yeah. You're at, you're, you're at a, a, a an art fair or a farmer's market and you're buying some, I don't know, beaded jewelry. Like you do. And they, they flip around the iPad and ask for a tip. Guess what you do? You don't tip them. You don't have to tip them. I do anyway, but you don't have to. But you don't have to. And if you don't want to tip, you never have to tip. But just don't talk about it. But why do you have to be so, yeah, why do you have to be so mad that they that they have that? Again, it's just the checkout flow of Square. Square sends people these iPads and the iPad holder and I'm sure that I don't, I don't know the exact details of how it works, but people set Square will send you everything you need for a point of sale system. And part of that flow is tipping. Yes. Because it's intended for like small coffee shops. It's part of the flow. And I don't know. I, I take your point. I also just get mad from like a moral level. I feel like the animosity should be like directed towards the comp because they're like, we shouldn't have to tip and make up for their wages. And it's like, yeah, exactly. Like, why are you mad at the person making the low wages versus right. the low wager giver? If they if they flipped around the iPad and they were like, you're going to do it, you're going to press the 25. Because I'm going to jizz all over your salad if you don't. Then it's like, well, okay. You know? Yeah. But I got a like- cup of it in the fridge right now, <laughs> ready to pour. Like they're not, and they're not just turning the iPad. They're dealing with assholes like you all day. Right. Yeah. Like it's so, it's so infuriating to me. All they did was open a bottle. It's like, okay. What are you doing? Then don't tip them. Or don't go there. If it's like that you get tipped every point of the way, then it's like, you don't have to, you don't have to go there. And it's like people, uh, I, I heard this story about Walmart is testing out tipping at, Self-checkout registers, which, first of all, I don't even know if that's true. That would be a crazy thing to do. That would be crazy. But also, what's easier than not tipping a person? Not tipping nothing. (laughs) That's so much easier. You just say no and you walk. Why are you mad? Why Walmart asks if, if at the end of checking out, Walmart said, will you give us extra? You can just say no. Yeah, that tip is not, that's not even a tip. That's not going to anybody. That's just Walmart taking extra money. Right. And no one's making you go to Walmart. So it's like, yeah, fuck Walmart. But also like, you don't have to go to these places. You don't have to go to these places. And also, if it's something that that doesn't quote unquote deserve a tip, you don't have to tip. 
If the cashier is selling you a soda pop, you don't have to tip. If you're at a bar, you should tip. If you're at a restaurant, you should tip. And I take the opposite stance. Tip everybody. I just tip everybody. You don't have to, but I, I try to, I don't know. I try to tip where I can because it's like, it's, I don't see it as like an exchange of services rendered even necessarily. It's like just trying to help someone out, you know? Right. Like I don't, I'm not mad at them. Like I didn't make them just turn the iPad. It's like I can spare a dollar or five to help somebody, right? Someone making like $7 an hour. Like if you can't spare a dollar for a tip on something. If you can't pay $5 instead of $4 for your coffee. First of all, if, if the coffee was $5 instead of 4 you'd still buy it. Right. You'd still be in line. You'd still be buying the coffee. You have the dollar. So it's okay to give someone a dollar for doing this. That's it's okay. It's fine. You don't have to be angry. And if you don't want to give someone a dollar for doing that, walk away. But don't talk to us about it. And just drink don't your coffee. Don't complain about it all the time. I get annoyed because I feel like it's the, then I hate to use the word privilege, but I feel like it's often the most privileged people complaining about this. The people yes. that can like spare $5. It's like people are so cheap. I was watching that, the, the awkward girl, Bobby. Moynihan. Bobby Moynihan. Altoff? Like I don't know what you're saying. The girl that interviewed Mark Cuban and then she interviewed Drake and took it down for publicity. I don't know. But that Mark Cuban interview. Okay. And her whole shtick is like she's poor, but she has like a net worth of like $5 million. So I find that very offensive. But she's talking to him and he's like talking about how he like tips valet and he's like flexing. He's like, yeah, I'll tip him 50 bucks. It's like, you're like a billionaire. Like, that is not a flex to tip somebody $50. Well, if he's using valet a few times a day, that could be. I can, If you have a billion dollars. Well, you can't just be giving it away just because you have not? a billion dollars. I would. I would never. I could do the math. I would, would not. I would tip a valet driver $50. I would not tip them $500. I would tip everyone $1,000 all the time. But then you would not have money. A billion dollars. You could do the math on that. I can't do the math. But if I had ChatGPT open, he would be fine. Just saying people's ideas. You'd idea, lose it quickly. I'm just saying people are like 20%. Like, it's not that... I just... I don't know. Bottom line, if you're not going to tip, then don't tip, but shut up about it. Like, no one's making you do this. No one's making you do and it. And also... It's just you, a screen. It's you, just a screen. You're getting mad at seeing a screen. Like, you can't get mad at that screen. It gives you the option not to tip. You can take advantage of that option. And you don't even have to feel bad about it. But they like take these people. It's like part of their identity being like anti-tippers. Right. Like they talk about it. Like I don't, I only talk about it if they're talk, but they talk about it and they get very angry. There's a lot of animosity built, like going out to eat with these people that want to be served. And it's, I think it's crazy. Like I was a, ser I was the worst server because <laughs> I worked a normal job from nine to five and then took a break, and then from 6 p.m. to 1 a.m., I took Adderall and drank Red Bull. So I worked from, like, 9 a.m. to 1 a.m. for a couple of months. It was terrible, and I had a horrible spinal... Like, I had a horrible medical condition, whatever. I shouldn't be a server, 
but it's like people expect you to be so nice and perfect on like all the time and it's like everyone is suffering all the time have you ever been in a bad mood before they should have honest restaurants where you just go and people don't even like acknowledge you yeah I know they have the mean ones where that's like their shtick, but like you can be nice if you want. Yeah. Or you can just be like, okay. I feel like a puddle today. It'll it'll be here. I'll get yeah. your food. I would be great there. That was a problem, and I'm not good for that atmosphere because I would I don't have an assertive presence, so I would just walk up to tables. <laughs> Excuse me, like what are you? They're like, <laughs> can I help you? I'm like, like, no, can I help you? Can and I help like, you? They're like, what are you talking about? And I don't, yeah, I was like, I don't know the difference between a blue, blue cheese and blue. There's something, two burgers with blues in them. I don't know. I never figured it out. You don't have There's to. There's just blue cheese. But there was two. There's like a blue burger and a blue cheese. I don't know. But a blue burger has blue cheese in there it. There was two. There was something that I always got it wrong. I actually lost money as a server because I comped everyone that I fucked up. And I fucked up everybody, so I just took it out of my own pay. So you should not be a server. <laughs> I should not be a server. Okay. And that's, you don't have to tip me. That's fine. But also don't expect people to be like all pleasant, weird Mormon. I just find it very unnerving when people are very pleasant all the time. And I don't think that's fair to ha- like want a server to always be like, hi. I don't like it. Some You'll be at a restaurant and like, this is what, sometimes this will happen. A girl will be like, so what are we having? And it's just like. Can you not sit down with me? Yeah, please. Can you stand back up and barely acknowledge me and I'll barely acknowledge you? I'll tell you what I want politely. Sure. And then you'll say thank you and you'll leave. But then like the anti-tippers, that's probably what they want to be like doted on. They do. Anyone who wants that, get out of my town. Like they're not doing it if it didn't work, right? Like she's not just doing that probably. It probably works. If a server sits down next to me, next time, I'm just going to get up and leave. Is that, I, this never happened to me. I think they do it to men because they think uh, that I'm going to be like, oh, a female is sitting next <laughs> to me. I will hide my boner and give her. I'll hide my boner with the money that I'll give her for a tip because she sat next to me. That is what it is. But I think it works. I don't know. I'm just over these anti-tipping Tippers, shut up about it. Just shut up about it. And again, don't tip. Yeah. Or tip. Just don't talk about it. We don't need to have we discussions. Don't need to talk about, I don't need to talk about how much I tip. No one needs to talk about how much they don't tip. Nobody did. Stop it. I mean, I, I get that like people asking you for but you don't get mad at homeless people for asking you for money. A You're lot just of like people get very angry at homeless people for asking for money. I just ignore them and walk, and my day is 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 completely the same. People get very angry. So can I have some? Can I get my get my family from Albuquerque the train stop, and I don't have the money because I went to the hospital. And you're just like, and by the time they're halfway through the story, I'm three blocks down the street. I I don't know. I give them money because we can't like. I'll give them money if if they're brief. If they start talking a long time, I'm a talker though, so I get it. You know, I'm not gonna. But they're making up story. If you're making up a story, then like I I know then this is a trick. Now you're not asking for money. You're trying to trick me, and I will not be tricked. <laughs> so I'll get right out of there. Yeah. 
But people do get mad at that. They're just going to go spend it on drugs. Which one? If they do, it's fine. They just want a temporary escape from this hell we call Earth. Yeah, and who cares? Who cares? What they're going to do with it. Nothing matters. I mean, I guess one thing that's crazy is with DoorDash. Like when it comes to tipping and... First of all, I feel like at least 10% of the reason millennials can't get a home is because of DoorDash. We're reliant on DoorDash from the pandemic and we never separated ourselves from it. Yeah, we're just spending $60 on a pizza. It's like, it is. Every time we get a pizza and like some so some glass sodas, it's like a luxury dinner. It's a luxury Like time. I'm like, should we have a crazy date night? Should we throw down $50 for a pizza? Like when I was a kid, my parents would order pizza $15 with tip. Yeah. No big deal. Just cash, easy peasy. That was like a cheap dinner. Yeah. Pizza's not a cheap dinner anymore. But that I, I think delivery is one thing where tipping should be mandatory. It should, and it should be the minimum. There should at least be a minimum. Not like, you should have no option for zero. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's the ultimate luxury. They are luxury. They're doing so much. They're driving. They're beating down their car. They're, like, waiting in these rush. Like, it's... I don't want to move. You do all the moving for me. Oh, and by the way, for nothing. Most first world thing ever. Like, why would you expect that to happen for free? That's insane. I mean, delivery is... That's what delivery is. It's It's paying someone to do a favor for you. That is the service. That's we, we know uh, uh, someone who drove for DoorDash for a little bit. Yeah. And they said it wasn't uncommon for people to legitimately not tip. It's insane to me. And he'd have to just go give them a poke bowl for nothing. Here. Here. I did that for you. Now I'm going to leave. Okay. It is an ultimate luxury. Like you don't have to you don't have to be buying Walmart self-checkout and you don't have to be buying DoorDash. We are because we have bad financial habits, but nobody's making you do that. And if you can't afford to tip, don't get the DoorDash. Yeah, just don't get the DoorDash. Or just go get the food. But to always tip. You're paying and, and the balls to not tip. Oh, it's there's a it takes maybe a tremendous thrill to it, honestly. I mean, every time I order DoorDash and eat the food and don't die, it's a miracle. Because they didn't poison me. That's what I don't get. Tipping, like, just out of self-preservation? Like, I, it's kind of like I'm nice to chat GPT just in case. Like, I'm going to be nice to everybody because they have a lot of power. You could do yeah. anything to someone. They don't even have to poison you. They could put X-lax in your boba tea. Yeah, they could. I mean, they could just put... BBs in your sandwich. They can do anything. They could put nuts and bolts in your sandwich and then you bite down chip tooth. I can't say I wouldn't do that if I were a DoorDash driver and I got zero. What do you have to lose? Because that I that might be worse than being poisoned. Losing your teeth? Chipping a tooth? Yeah. Because then it's a whole ordeal. Gotta, that's probably one of the worst things that can happen. It is. There's a lot that goes into... Pool. Chipping a tooth... Snapping a tooth in half, breaking a tooth mm. out of your fucking mouth from biting into a nut and bolt sandwich. That is the greatest payback they could have. So expensive to fix. Hell, collect the teeth from the people whose teeth you broke out of their mouths with BBs. Put those into sandwiches and the cycle repeats itself. And then you have people chipping their teeth uh, on teeth. That would be crazy. 
Have you heard about these people finding human teeth in random places? Like, uh... No. So, people are finding teeth in weird places. And I I, I sent you a video. Let's pull that up. So, this is a few clips from TikTok of people finding teeth in random places. Hmm. I don't think I'm going to like this. So I found his tooth. You found a tooth? Yeah. I... Where did you find the tooth? In the bathroom rug. Oh. What you know about rolling down in Gross, the dude. Ew, dude. Why are you in here? I'm doing my makeup. And after I put this shit on my face. So, yeah, people are finding teeth in weird places. And I, I, I didn't quite understand this. So I'm scrolling through TikTok, looking through Instagram, trying to find what the hell's going on. What's going on? How are people finding teeth in weird places? And, and on some of these videos, there are comments like, I found, I found a tooth in my dining room floor. I've lived there for five years. I don't know where it came from. I found a molar in my kitchen sink. I found two human molar teeth in the washing machine. I found a human tooth on my living room floor 20 years ago, and I lived alone. One person's like, I found one on my parents' kitchen table. They have no idea where it came from. So people are saying that it's a a glitch in the matrix, or I don't know. Oh, and to our listeners, these aren't like teeth chunks. They have like the root. The root is there. Like it's like a. Tooth. It's not even like a broken out tooth from yeah, a like mad extraction. DoorDash driver who didn't get a tip. Yeah. So it's got to be like a threat, some sort of old school mafia threat. I, hmm. Because if we just found a tooth in the kitchen, I would kill myself. <laughs> Maybe, I don't, hmm. I don't know. Like, it's a good question because I feel like people do things for views. I wouldn't, you know. People could be pulling their kids' teeth out just to be like, I found this in my But makeup. these look like adult teeth. They, people have adult children. The McDonald's one, they're just looking for a lawsuit. People are Yeah, they up. broke up. They were they were just in the they were in the drive through. Thank you. They pull off into the parking lot and just like <laughs> knocking a tooth out and being like, I found this in my uh in my McMuffin. <laughs> They're just pouring blood out of their mouth. Meanwhile, you get the footage from the McDonald's employee that's like someone that looks like us in our October 4th video, just blood gushing everywhere. Yeah. Like. Which, if you haven't seen that, that is a uh, social media exclusive. It's our favorite video we've made. So, yeah. So go go look for our October 4th video about the FEMA alert, if you haven't seen that. Well, is, is there any resolve to the teeth thing, or is it just... No, people people don't know what's going on. So, but it's just like global. Everyone's I don't know. just finding teeth. People are finding teeth in places. I don't even know what to say. Yeah, I'm there's suspicious. I don't there's nothing to say. Well, I don't know because like people are like I'm telling the comments they're saying they found teeth after that FEMA thing that didn't turn out to be anything, of course. Right. Like where they thought the Alert would make people go into zombies, blah, blah, blah. So, like, that went off. It lasted 10 seconds, maybe. And then... Not even. So, when we recorded that video, I we had all these phones, and we were expecting... Because FEMA said it would go on for a minute. 
Yeah. And so we've got all these phones and we're like, okay, when it goes off, we need to record the sound for a minute and then we'll overlay it over us pretending to react to that sound because if we have to do another take or if something yeah. goes wrong, we can't waste that minute. The The alert lasted for 10 seconds. Literally at best. So then you have like these people that are like, they have to do the gymnastics of like why they're not dying. They're like, well, it's going to happen again on the 11th, which is not true. FEMA's like, we'll do it on the 11th if the 4th doesn't work out for some reason. Right. But I'm on one of those threads and someone's like, I've had a migraine for two days and I didn't even have my phone on. And then someone said their neighbor was walking around blind ever since the thing went off. So people like, are... <laughs> like, I, heard, I heard that sound and now I... Tim, is that you? Yeah. No. But that's what I... like. And those are con- there's technically comments, but I don't believe any of those people. So I don't know if I believe the teeth, the people posting. Maybe the you teeth did have videos. a migraine afterwards. Maybe you had a migraine. Yeah, that's the least damning. Like, who doesn't have a migraine? If we all had migraines, then maybe I would be on board well, with and you. Well, you can also get migraines from stress, and if they're stressed that the world's going to end, then yeah, maybe that's you would have a migraine. But I'm just saying those comments are nonsense, and then I feel like these teeth... I'm suspect of the teeth comments, and that people could be posting videos for views of their newfound teeth, and then I'm, I don't know. Who I, knows? I want to, like, find out, because those are disturbing videos. They are the full tooth. They are disturbing. I'll give you that. Maybe it's just... Is that what a, a dental extraction looks like? Yes. So maybe that's the simple answer, I guess it's not very simple. It still doesn't solve anything. <laughs> yeah, but you have dentists with teeth. They don't keep them. Well, maybe they do if they're just appearing in places. If I was a dent, I would probably do that. If I was a dentist, I would keep the teeth and then I would freak people out. I feel like that's something you can get arrested for. Keeping a tooth? Yes. I don't. Could you? I don't know. But would, if you kept a liver, you could probably you said, be arrested. As you said, you would want to kill yourself if you found one. Ooh, Maybe that's a good way to get rid of people. Around. Yeah, it's not. I like, hate that guy. I'm going to leave a tooth in his sink <laughs> and watch him blow his brains out. Not a bad idea because you can't have it traced back to you. I mean, you could, but how liable are you for a tooth that causes suicide? Well... I am. Keep me updated on. That. I don't. I will. To, I, I want to find out. Skeptical. I just also can't think of any reason why teeth are showing up. That's kind of freaking me out. Well, they're saying it's a glitch. In the, I don't know if you've seen these videos of like birds in the sky. No. That are just like frozen in the sky. Hmm. Yeah. I feel like that's less of the matrix and like arsenic water or something. No, 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 no. They're in the air with their wings out. And people are filming them, and they're still. They're not moving. And there's lots of videos of this? There are, a f- there are definitely many videos of this. So what do they say? I don't know. Well, I'd like to look into that as well. So teeth. Because that's not a thing. Still, stillborn can... airbirds. Still airborne birds. Still airborne birds. Still airborne birds. I don't know. I don't trust anything. I don't trust the stillborn birds, because how many views does the stillborn birds, airborne birds get? That'd be a great band name. (laughs) Hey, Detroit, we're the stillborn birds. One, two, three, four. Yeah. And just... I would listen to that band. Right. 
Um, I don't know. I mean, we talk about the deep fakes, but this, I don't feel like that's an outrageous thing to make. I can't, I don't know who to trust. It's, it's all bad. I can't be on the internet. Well, we said all this to say, just tip your DoorDash driver. Definitely tip the DoorDash driver. And Instacart. Maybe tip the, the person at the counter where you're buying a chapstick from. Or don't. Or don't. Everyone shut up. You have to tip the delivery people because wear and tear on the car. They're doing you a favor and they're going to do something for you. And they have power. They have a tremendous, because they see the tip before. I don't know if people know that. They see the tip before. Right. So like if you don't tip. They're going to grab a stillborn airbird out of the sky (laughs) and put it in your sandwich. Shred it into, they're going to make it the sandwich. Yeah. Oh, you got shredded pork? Huh. Shredded crow. I don't know. Maybe these. Uh, maybe they can start tipping these teeth to people. Tipping. Yeah. Tipping's not. A, tipping is optional. It's not out of control. Get over it. It's going to be fine. I would say subscriptions are out of control, and I'm not going to pretend we're the first because people do that too. They're the first to be like, "You have Hulu and you have Paramount Plus." Right. I mean, right. I am complaining about it, but. Like, we all know it costs more than Comcast, and the whole point was to get away from the Comcast model, and now it costs more than Comcast. We all know that. But we, our printer? I think what's, what's sub, yeah, that's the surprising thing, is that there are subscriptions that you, that you expect to pay for, that you're like, this makes sense. This company has this good, and they produce content or a new thing. Streaming and to get it, I have to continue to pay them. Yeah, that makes sense, and that's been around forever. But then there's subscriptions to things that do not make sense, like our printer, e ink. We bought some HP printer, and then it's like, Do you want to do the subscription for ink? And I'm like, Yeah, I guess because it's like four dollars, right? So I'm like, Right, it seems, and it's also like makes it, it's like four dollars for this long. So I'm like, Oh, that's a good deal. They're just trying to discount. No, it's like. E-ink, like, if I stop paying the $4 a month, our printer doesn't work. You buy the printer, you buy the ink, and then you have to pay $4 a month to use the the things you bought. Like, it'll disable the ink if I don't pay. And then they're like, well, you do have an option. You just buy non-subscription ink. And it's like, I already have so much goddamn ink. I don't need to buy more ink. Insane. I would say that is out of control. That is out of control. That's out of control. I mean, I was also reading about cars having subscriptions. I don't follow cars, but like Tesla. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Tesla and whatever, there's subscriptions for like driver assist. Or is it like self-driving? The self-driving, you have to pay a subscription for that. I think that's insane. Just It used to be you bought a car with the features and then you had that. Yeah. Not so. Not so anymore. And did you know that your car is collecting data about you? Well, my car? Did you know that some people's cars are collecting data about them? I did. What do you mean? Like, well, like GPS data or. I thought so. That's what I thought when I read data collection cars. I was like, oh, I'm going to know where you went and how fast you drove. No. So Mozilla Foundation does like privacy audits for things. And then I read this 
It's official. Cars are the worst product category we have ever reviewed for privacy. And they do like thorough review. Like this review is like 600 hours. What what could they what kind of data could they possibly be That's collecting? What I was wondering. So this is clickbait for me cuz I was like, "What? Well, it's a car." You know. Yeah. Well, let me read. May I read to you? Yes, you may read to me. Thank you. It might be, it's important information. So I might be telling you too much information, but this is information people don't have and they should have. Okay. Cars scored worse for privacy among more than a dozen product categories, including fitness trackers, smart speakers, and other connected home appliances that they've studied since 2017. Their wiretaps on wheels, the electronics that drivers pay more and more money to install are collecting more and more data on their passengers, them and their passengers. Modern cars are a privacy nightmare, and it seems that Fords, Audis, and Toyotas of the world have shifted their focus from selling cars to selling data, and it will become a multi-billion dollar industry. So, we don't have this problem because our cars aren't smart. Right. But it doesn't even have to be like a smart. It's every car now. Because 95% of cars by 2030 will be connected. And so, it's not just the cars with the TVs. No. it's On the, the, the tall TVs in the middle. If it has, like, a sensor of any kind, it is tracking something. Okay. So 95% of new cars globally by 2030 will be fitness category, right? So it's like they come out, they have all the new bells and whistles and cameras and sensors and stuff. And then you don't think about what that really means, you know? You would not think that they're collecting data. No. From a car. Because you're like, apps, you turn it off, right? You're like, I don't... I don't want them tracking me. I mean, you don't have a... But you have some control. You're aware sure. of it. People don't know that their cars are tracking them, and they can't do anything about it. I'll go more about that later. So they did top 25 car brands, so basically like all car manufacturers, right? There's 84% share or sell your data. 76% say they share personal data, like unrelated to the car what do you mean, personal data? Well, I'll get there because it's a list. It's a hefty list. It's a litany. It's a litany of, of a list. Fifty-six percent will share it with the government or law enforcement through a informal request. So not like court order, just like we would like this. Hey, can we get that data? And Key is just like, yeah, yeah, right here. There you go. And it's like serious data, so they like hand it over to the government. Only two car brands, Renault and. Dacia? 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 Are you, am I having a stroke right now? No, we just don't know about cars. What is that? There's two car companies in Europe because they have GDPR. There's two companies outside of North America that allow you to delete your data. So no one lets you delete your car data except these two companies. How do you disconnect the, how, how, is there a way to like not have it connected to the internet? No. Well, you can. Tesla you can request to have it not share your data, right? But they have in their policy, if you choose to opt out of vehicle data collection, we will not be able to know or notify you of issues applicable to your vehicle in real time. This may result in your vehicle suffering from reduced functionality, serious damage, or inoperability. So it's like, you can try to disconnect from us, but your car's going to break. Just crazy. So you can opt out, but you can't. Um, so you can opt out, but if you do, you don't know when you have a flat tire. Well, or worse. You can't get, like, updates and stuff for your car either. So, yeah, I don't know you have a flat tire. Just all, they punish you. 
but yeah, so I'm still like, okay, but what does this mean? What is this data? You know, but they're like, your cars have microphones, cameras, sensors. So that means whenever you interact with your car, you create a tiny record of what you just did. They estimate that an hour of your car, and I'm sure it depends by car, is 25 gigs of data. What? Yes. So 25. Are they? So it's just like internal cameras too, or depends, external cameras? Yeah, I don't like, know what's going on with these new cars. I don't either. But like fatigue tracking, because a lot of cars are like, which is good, you know, if you're fatigued some sort of feature to make sure you're staying awake. But, but also, we've done fine. Yeah. A few people haven't, but I think largely people have fared okay. I feel like semis should all have it, but, you know. But it's like, how do they know you're fatigued? Oh, it's because the cameras are reading your eyes and your head movements, and they can, like, read your heart rate and stuff. So it's like... How, is that, like, through the steering wheel? How do they... I couldn't figure... But I imagine... Just, yeah, it's like at the it's on the elliptical. Where yeah, yeah, except you're idle and you're being spied on. <laughs> so while the sensors are waiting to respond to your commands, they're active. They're automatically collecting data about you and your passengers. So it's like they're on. It's like Siri. You know, they're always waiting for something. So even if they're not active, it's still active because it has sensors, right? So there's not a lot of regulation about this. So like the words, like the wording and the privacy policies or whatever are super vague. Like they don't have to disclose exactly where it's going or what they collect. But like Honda, basically, they're all terrible. I'll show a list of best worst. But may I tell you what they can collect? Yeah, because I, I mean, beyond GPS data, heart rate through the steering wheel and like what your eyes are looking at. Well, keep, we don't have this because it's so advanced, but people connect their phones to their cars. So you think about what your phone can track you. Now you have your car having access to that, plus all of everything you say will all go through the list. So your car is collecting data about you, and this is everything that it can collect and sell. So identifiers, your name, online identifier, IP address, signature, email address, social security number, driver's license number, passport number, address, email, phone number, phone contacts. Wait, how does your car have your social security number? They have, like, because it's all... Interconnected. It's all connected. Okay. So they're sharing your data, but then they're getting it, and everyone's, like, collecting. So it's, like, even Spotify is giving information. So it's, like, they connect everything to figure out your preferences in every way imaginable. So even though you think you're just streaming, like, Joe Rogan, that's actually being used for something to build. Because we're just products. Or, you know, they're trying to figure out how to market to us. So... They have your communications, your texts, call logs, emails, messaging app content, credit or debit card number, bank account number, insurance policy number, payment apps, transaction history, geolocation data, date of birth, gender, race, national origin, immigration status, citizenship status, employee identification number, employee history, income details, calendar appointments, to-do lists, reminders, notes, browsing history, search history, interaction with websites, apps or advertisements, social media activity and data, personal Photos, videos, audio recordings, voice commands, religious or philosophical beliefs, geolocation, health diagnosis data, genetic information, physical characteristics, medical information, health insurance. Where, where is this list coming from? Directly from Nissan. Oh, my God. They have tremendous, to their credit, if you, you show my screen, like all I did was go through this list and then... Um, put it through chat to like give me a 
succinct list, right? Okay. But they're very... I'm going to look up the word sex. Sexual orientation and sexual activity. What do you mean sexual activity? They won't say what that means. (laughs) But Kia and Nissan have in their whatever data collection your sexual activity. So I'm assuming if you're boning in the car, I don't know what they do with that information, but they have the right to collect it. All right. Maybe, I guess it makes sense... For self-driving. Yeah. Because some things can really happen there. I don't know, man. So they'd be like, John was getting a self-driving HJ. Yeah, as they say. But yeah, 88% of them create inferences, so they're just they're connecting all the data all the time. Um, but there's no security standards, so this isn't encrypted. Like a lot of things have security standards. So it's susceptible to hacking. 68% of the companies said that they have a bad track record for like leaks and like hacking and having their data. It sounds like they don't even care. They're probably just like, I don't care. There's no rules. So like, so the article's like, what can you do about this? And it's like nothing. It's just. You can buy a, you can buy an old car. That's all. That's what you can do. Like some people want regulations. Yeah. Which buying an old car is better for the environment anyway. Yeah. It's better for your privacy. So just do that. Do that. It's better for everyone. Get an old car. We don't need more cars. Get a 99 Corolla. Yeah. It's fine. It's not sending anything about you. So these are the car brands ranked from bad to worst. So best to worst in privacy. The top two are those ones we don't know from Europe. I think Renault and Dacia. But then the best of the U.S. brands is BMW, Subaru, and Fiat. Well, I don't know if they're U.S., but cars you can buy here. Right, right. BMW, Subaru, Fiat. And then you have Jeep, Chrysler, Dodge, VW, Toyota, Lexus, Ford, Lincoln, Audi, Mercedes-Benz, Honda, Acura, Kia, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Cadillac. And then three worst are Hyundai? Is it Hyundai? Hyundai. 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 Hyundai, Nissan, and Tesla. And... Yeah, your cars are spying on you. Nothing you can do about it except buy an old... But don't get a new car. Don't get a new old car because we don't need more cars. Just if you get another car, get an old car. Just get an old car. Get They're old fine. Car. They'll work for a long time if you just take care. I don't know why people have to get new cars all the time. They trade them in all the time like their new iPhones. It's insane. It makes me very unhappy. These things cost like $40,000. And you're in them for at max an hour a day. Well, no. I mean, us, but... Yeah, I think the average commute time about, is about half an hour. Like parents are going to school, dropping kids off. Well, sure, but they... Talking shit on dad. But know. even then, you drive it from point A to B. Yeah. And then it sits there. Why do you need to have a new car? Why do you need to have a new car? And why do you want it to be sharing your sexual activity? I'd unless you unless you like that. Yeah. Maybe yeah, maybe people be glad to know that. I'm like, oh Kia's watching. Do you see this engineer at Hyundai? <laughs> but not Hyundai. Oh, sorry. Do you Nissan see this engineer Kia. at Nissan? That was a PSA to you. Be careful, world. All right. Well, now it is time for one of my favorite segments on Oh Yeah Big Time. And that is What's in 
is Ron DeSantis chewing on. Tell me what he's chewing on. I need to know what Ron is chewing on. He's got something in his mouth and I want to know what it is. Give it to me. Thank you. That's my favorite part of the whole show. I think so, too. It's a weirdly catchy song for being nothing. Yeah. Like, I will be singing that after with your flair. That's just what's also. always going on in my yeah. head. You're always wondering what he's chewing on. So the big the big Republican debates, the second one. I don't know. Happened. All right. And I thought, well, this is a great opportunity to see what is Ron DeSantis chewing on. And so what... What kind of coincided with this was Ron, Ronnie DeSanti was on Bill Maher with Real Time. Right. And so we've got a few clips here, and I think it's safe to say, Ron, you're chewing on something. So uh, let's go ahead and play some clips from Ron DeSantis on Real Time with Bill Maher and the 2023 pre- uh, presidential Republican debates. Keep looking at him. Okay, but you... I'm going to take out this veto pen and I'm going to send it right back to them. Ilya, you mentioned... (laughs) (laughs) And China's military ties to the region now include arms sales and training exercises. In spite of slavery, not because of it. But many are still hurt. For the sentence of... What is your message to them? Doesn't going after them give China an edge? How does that address the cost of college? How does that? And then this is just this is just all the Republicans talking at the same time. It's not necessarily related. We know you're chewing on something, Ron. But not right now because they're all talking. Because they're all talking. Let's see. I don't recognize any of these people. I have no idea what's going on. Here we go. And then next we have, this is uh, going to be Chris Christie telling a hilarious joke. Ooh. He's like, this is like he's at a uh, a roast. He's on Comedy Central's roast with Chris, with Chris Christie. Christie Christie. Christie Christie. No one up here is going to call you Donald Trump anymore. We're going to call you Donald Duck. Look at his face <laughs> after this. Oh. <laughs> He realizes that wasn't good. He's like, oh, God. We're not going to call you Donald Trump anymore. We're going to call you Donald Duck. (laughs) He's like, oh, that practicing in the mirror wasn't worth it. No. Caroline did not win. <laughs> not at all. That face is exactly, and I know that. I've felt that face I've when the joke it. doesn't land, and you're like, God damn it. I went on a limb here. Yeah. And it really didn't work for me. Why would we call him Donald Duck? It doesn't make any sense. Even. It's so stupid. And and then then just right after this. Why is there Why is there an airplane? Yeah, what is that airplane? What is going on in this room? We have this America airplane. What is that being suspended by? If I was that audience, I would leave, I I would leave immediately. Like I don't want to be under an airplane. No. Stuff goes wrong. This is a weird This is a weird I don't Maybe I should be watching these debates. I feel like I'm missing. There's a helicopter on the right. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah. If you're listening to the podcast and you did not watch the Republican debate, you should be watching us on YouTube because there's some. It's surprisingly really hard to find. Really? Yeah. 
the the, the full debate because it's all commentary. Uh, it's like the debate wrap up. And because YouTube doesn't want Republicans to cause censorship and yeah, you have to go to Rumble to find it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, this is um. Oh. The the debates here. But like Trump's not even there, so it's probably not even funny. It's just like. Well, I don't know. That seems pretty fucking funny. <laughs> yeah. You got Chris Christie giving bomb jokes. Yeah, real great jokes. Who I just don't want that Barack Obama want to be little guy to win. He won't. I don't know anything about. We won't. Them. What's going to happen is Trump will win. <laughs> I don't know who I want less. Trump, Trump or DeSantis. Will, Trump will win. I think I would take Trump. And over then DeSantis. that slime ball man, the the Barack Obama of the Republicans. Yeah, he's going to vanish. And then the next election, we might see him again. I hate him. All I know is one clip. I honestly wouldn't. Remi- I wouldn't mind Ron DeSantis just because then I'd have four years of chewing. Yeah, we could have the segment. We could all have the, the time. Podcast. Yeah, we could just have a whole episode of it. Because if he gets out of the like, if this race ends and he doesn't win, we're not going to see him unless there's a hurricane. Or if he's campaigning for election deniers or hurricanes or pretending to cry when there's a hurricane. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like he does it when he's trying to look pensive or thoughtful. I don't think so. I think he's just doing it when he when he doesn't talk. That's just... I hate it. He can't be present. Like even doing that to my teeth? Maybe it's his teeth. He's funding his campaign by... He's, I saw something about teeth regrowing. It's, I don't know. I saw a headline. He's spreading his teeth. He's spreading his teeth. And he's chewing on something, and I want to know, what is Ron DeSantis chewing on? Tell me what he's chewing on. I want to know what Ron is chewing on. He's got something in his mouth, and I want to know what that is right now. Tell it to me. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. And thank okay. you for going through that debate. That is tremendous sacrifice. So I appreciate you doing that. I did. I had to comb through the debate. To, it's really hard to because again, when he's talking, that's when the camera's on yeah. him. So there's these split moments of, of joy for me. Yeah. To see him chewing on stuff. It's a lot of dedication. So we appreciate you. Well, I've got great news. Hit me. We've got guessers. Guessers. People have guessed how many what guessers? we saw. Multiple? Let's find out. I gotta pull it up here. Um yeah, we got a few guessers this week. And again, we covered at the beginning of the show, but in case you don't know, uh, we saw something, and we'd love for you to guess what it is. If you can guess what it is, we are going to give you five hundred dollars in a Visa gift card. And we are supposed to say how many we saw. Each yeah. week, but we haven't been doing that because no one was guessing, but no, now no, they're guessing, so we have so to. So now we'll tell you. This week, I have seen uh, seven. Really? No, that was from the week. That was from the week. This week, I've seen nine. I had nine. Not we, with you. We've seen a combined I one with you. 18. 17. So it, we've seen 17. In a week. All right. 
I like <laughs> the song just never ends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, so we've seen a combined total of 17 of them. If you'd like to find out what previous guess answers were, you're going to have to watch. Go back to the previous episodes. Yeah. All of them. And they're getting longer. So, you know, that's going to be 25 hours of content if you want to find. But is $500 worth? Five hundred dollars. Why wouldn't yeah. why wouldn't, why you, wouldn't you wanna hear us talk all over again? So go again. find out what the previous guesses were. But for this week we only have two. But I'm still excited. Yeah. But we have two guesses this week. Hell yeah. Are you ready to get into the guesses? <laughs> yes. That'll never not be old. I love that. I love all right. that so much. Okay. Guess number one comes from David, and his guess is, is it man-made? That's a great question. That's the best question so far. That is a great question. I wish he didn't ask that. Well, the answer to that question is yes. Yes, a resounding yes. It is man-made. Or woman-made. It is people-made. It is people-made. Yes. All right. That's a great question. That's a great That's question. Really, he, he pulled a lot of weight for everyone else on that one. So thank you for asking, David. Yes. Thank it you, It is man-made. So our next question comes from Rory. And that question is, is it ape-shaped? Is it ape shaped? Hmm. 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 If it's man made, is it ape shaped? Hmm. Hmm. Well, Rory, you ask, is it ape shaped? <laughs> and I'm here to tell you no. No. It is not ape shaped. So it is man made. But it is not ape-shaped, so... Yay, guessers! Thank you for guessing! Thank you, David and Rory! Cheers to you! (laughs) And we're just going to sit here until this ends. I love it. Makes me feel alive. Because I'm really tired. It wakes wakes you up. Yeah, I need these little pick-me-ups. So, all right. Um, Yeah, thank you for guessing what we saw. No one's gotten it yet. No. But you have guessed, and hopefully through all of these answers, you'll be able to, through process of elimination, figure out and guess what we saw. I mean, that single question narrowed it down a lot. That's probably a good first question to ask for future reference. If we ever do this again. Yeah, which we will, of course. Of course. We'll always keep you guessing. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I don't know how much longer we have. Well, we don't have to. I don't know how much longer we're going. I'm okay. S- I'm so tired. And, we, and I'm always tired. And we figured out why I'm always tired. That is true. Yeah. I went to a doctor, a real doctor, whose name we will not say, but he's the only good doctor we have ever been to. Great doctor. He's it's so hard to find a doctor. If anyone lives in Utah and wants a primary care provider, hit me up. 
Because I have the best doctor. We got the best doctor. It's so hard to find a good... Because what do you do? You you look through who who you can go to through your insurance. And you just look if they have eyes you can trust. Right. Yes. That's and, all you got. And I don't want an old doctor. I don't want a young doctor. I want a young doctor. I guess I do now that I've had a young doctor and he's great. Because all you want is a doctor who's like willing to accept that they don't know everything. Yeah. And old doctors are just so brief, so short and dry and to the point. They don't want to be there. And they don't even want to, they don't want to learn anything new. Yeah, they're done. I can't blame them. I know that feeling. If they didn't learn it 20 years ago, yeah. it doesn't happen. Because now they have to be on the internet. It's a lot of, yeah, you want a young doctor. Except, yeah. Except young for doctor. maybe like, uh, I'd, I'd rather have a middle-aged doctor for surgery. Yeah. But everything else, young doctor. Yeah, you don't want an old doctor for surgery because he has shaky hands. But you don't want someone with no experience. Doctor age, it's complicated, but we have a young, kind doctor who's very smart. Yes. I was talking to the good doctor about getting pregnant. I was like, how does it work? Yeah. And he's like, well, it goes in and... Hopefully out. And then back out. (laughs) Yes. And stays out. No, it's just, you know, because I want to be healthy. I am nutritionally deficient and I'm on medications and I don't want to, you know, pass stuff on to the baby. So I'm like, what can I take that will make me less sad that doesn't harm a baby? You know, and he's like, SSRIs have, you know, more research on babies and they're safer, whatever. So he's like, have you been on SSRIs? And I was like, yeah, not a lot of luck. They made me very tired and kind of suicidal, which... As an antidepressant, you don't want. How is that possible? I don't know. I don't know the neurochemistry of it. What is good? This makes you happy, but also sometimes you'll want to kill yourself. And like pretty frequent, like that's a big common side effect. Like, then that's not on the table. Yeah, what is the neural? I don't know how And how is that even a common side effect of medic? Like even non, I don't know, medicate. That's just a side effect of medications. It's like heart. Suicidal thoughts. You may have suicidal thoughts. How? For like heart medication. Yeah. It's like you may want to slit your wrist. And it's like, whoa. Why does this happen? And it does. And how is it that specific? Why Why does the medication want your direct your brain towards being over? That's where the conspiracy is. Why is Big Pharma making all these drugs, making us suicidal? There's no medication where it's like side effects may include desire to scrapbook. <laughs> may want to knit. Like, why does it go to that? It's always like death. Side effect might be death. Like, okay. Or you'll kill other people. Yeah. So, yeah, not scrapbooking. So I'm like, it's been a long time since I've done them. And, you know, maybe I can try again. But they make me so tired. Do people just take them at night? And he's like, yeah. He's like, you don't take your antidepressant at night, do you? And I said, yes. And he's like, oh, I'm like, what is, you know, because he acted like it was kind of crazy. And he's like, well, I'm on Wellbutrin is a medication. It's a different class than like Prozac and all of those. And he's like, you you shouldn't take that at night. It's a stimulant. So I have been on, I have been taking a stimulant before bed for 16 years. So you've been tired for I 16 years. I have horrible sleep because I'm taking a stimulant before bed. But the best part is, is I have to take it before bed because I tried to take it during the daytime and it made me feel much worse. 
So you're in a bad situation. I'm in a bad situation because it makes my headaches way worse if I take it at the right time. So I'm taking it at night. And it's not it's not good. My sleep is still, it's just always bad. Plus I'm on edge. You sleep very well. I have like the worst, remember the other night and I was like, I can't sleep because I had my headphones in and I thought I heard Saxby crying. Right. And he wasn't at all. And I kept getting up to go see like, is, is he crying? Because he sounds like he's in pain. It's just phantom sounds. He wasn't even in the room. And then I go in the room and he's just like sleeping. So I, I'm not sleeping because of phantom sounds. And then I sometimes I come to the basement because I'm like, okay, maybe I can sleep if there's no stimulant, like nothing, right? It's like a dark chamber. I tried to do that and then I got scared. So I was like, damn it, I, I have to go back upstairs. But then I couldn't sleep upstairs. So I was like, I'm going to be brave this time. And every time I come downstairs, I get a little adrenaline because I'm scared. So then I'm like, and I have to go check like the laundry room to make sure no one's in the closet. And so it's like this whole, I'm waking up as I come downstairs because I'm making sure the basement's safe every time. No one's going to just be hiding in the basement. They are. Never. They are. No one. This is. If somebody is seeking to harm someone, their plan isn't. Okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to sneak into their house. <laughs> I'm going to hide in a basement closet all night and hope someone comes down. And if they don't come down, then I'm not going to bother them. But if they do come down, they've walked into my plan. And then I will open the closet door and reveal myself as the basement closet nighttime stay there forever until someone comes there, man. You think that sounds crazy. Have you heard of frogging? Um, I've heard of, I've heard of frogs. Frogging pH. Excuse Your me? scenario that you are describing is exactly what I'm afraid of. What is frogging? Because when I told you and I was like, because you acted bewildered, I was like, I tried to sleep downstairs, but I was scared. And you're like, why are you scared? I'm like, I'm scared of the dark. I'm scared of the basement. And you're like, why? And then I'm, you know, introspective. I am like, why? Well, I knew why, but I was like, I need to validate why. May I tell you why? What? Okay, so you're telling me frogging is a thing that frogging is... Frogging is why I am scared of my basement. Okay, let's see. What is... Hang on. <laughs> what is frogging? Okay. So I actually found the exact news story that made me scared in 2008 or something. It was in Japan. But this is not an isolated incident. Okay. Okay. This will introduce you into frogging. <clears throat> in 2008, a 57-year-old man, whose name is unknown, used to live alone. One day he noticed something strange was happening in his apartment. Whenever he opened the fridge, there was always something missing. At first, he started to blame himself. As the Japanese, you know, well, it's not Jap. Right. As they might be wont to do. He thought he had been sleepwalking, but he had never been such before. <laughs> Okay. He had never been such before. Then he worried about some disturbing presences, but that was also unlikely. Finally, the man thought that the most probable reason was those disappearances were simply that they were thefts. It had never happened before, but it was quite plausible. Hence, the man became very careful at locking all the windows and the front door before leaving the house. However, it was useless. The 57-year-old man looked for evidence, but everything was neat. How is this possible? He thought he'd gone crazy. He lived with this invisible presence for several months without even trying to solve the mystery. One day, resolute to find out what was driving him crazy, the man brought, 
The man brought the band brought got the man bought several surveillance cameras linked to his mobile phone. This way, unless the presence was really invisible, the man would have finally found out what was happening to his food. Thanks to an app on his phone, he was able to see the footage while at work. He didn't have to wait long. He was able to see a person opening the fridge, taking some food and eating it. Then the person moved to the couch and watched some TV. The person was clearly a woman, but the man couldn't see her face. Finally, as soon as she finished eating her meal, she turned off the TV and cleaned up the living room. Believing he had detected the thief, like obviously, but... I think I found something here. (laughs) I think I found who was eating my food by seeing who has eaten my food. Um, He called the police department. When they arrived, they didn't find any evidence of burglary, as the man had already noticed the thief was kind of a professional. However, after an exhausting search of the apartment, the officers found the woman hiding in the top of a closet. She laid out a thin futon and had several plastic drink bottles. She had enough room to lay down. She was a 58-year-old homeless woman, hadn't stolen any money or any valuable items. Homelessness is not a big problem in that city. She just needed somewhere to sleep in. She needed a place to sleep in. She had been living in that house for a year from the day the man forgot to close the front door. As a woman regularly used her shower and toilet, she looked perfectly neat and clean. This is called frogging. Okay, but like a frogger isn't going to hurt you. They could. Why? The the whole point of them frogging. Do you not think this is crazy that frogging is this is? (laughs) I mean... Yeah, that's crazy. People live but in people's houses undetected for years. They, like, sleep in their cupboards. There's a subreddit dedicated to frogging, but there's, like, one post, and everyone's like, you're a fucking piece of shit, because he talks about how to frog. I mean, yeah, it's crazy, but, again, these froggers aren't hurting people. They just want to sleep somewhere and have a, a bath. If they hurt you, then... The landlord kicks you out, or you get foreclosed on, and then suddenly they don't have someone to leech from. You can leech from someone that's dead. Only for so long. If you need food, like a big benefit has got to yeah. be the food, right? Yeah. So if if you kill, if you're frogging I'd- and you kill someone, then. This is going to take a long time for a new t- a new occupant to come into the house, whether renting or buying. Yeah, and you have to get back in. And you have to get back in, and you and you have to go all that time with no food. I'm not. I guess I'm not scared of the violence so much. It's just, what is that encounter like? Like I just go in the laundry room and there's a man. I scream, but then it's like, "Hi, what are, are you frogging?" Are you frogging? I don't know why it's called frogging. But yeah, there's like a subreddit that's like, it's the act of living in someone else's home. They like give a whole like list of how to do it. And it's a last resort, but they tell you all the equipment and gear you need. You need equipment and gear? Yeah. A backpack for storage of particular items, such as a flashlight phone, other things I'm about to list, sleeping bag, food, small amount of food can go a long way, lock picking toolkits. Selecting the right home to frog is key to having a successful experience. This section can guide you in identifying homes that are less likely to be dangerous. And then he just goes through and how to stay undetected, set up camp in the attic or basement. You'll have to sit up around there quite a lot. You won't have, you won't be able to leave much. So be prepared for like, that's a horrible way to live. Even if you're homeless. Yeah. I'd rather be on a bench. I would rather be on a bench. Because every time you go to cough, it's like. Yeah. 
what if you have to shit? There's no way there's not just a pile of shit in the. Yeah, because when I have to go, it is an emergency and a surprise. A surprise emergency. A surprise emergency. It's not like you're just going to be able to hold it. It's not going to be like, well, he's leaving in an hour and a half. Yeah. Well. And the worst case scenario for a frogger is uh, someone getting COVID. Oh, I bet lockdown was so bad. There's got to be dead froggers from lockdown. They just couldn't come out. Yeah. Now I'm like feeling bad for the froggers. Like they died during COVID. I thought I don't I thought you'd be a little shook with this information, but you don't seem to think it's crazy that people are living in people's cupboards and attics. Well, partially because I've heard it before. Oh. Well, that's why I I'm did, scared of the I basement. didn't know it was called frogging though. I don't know why it's called frogging. And I did I, I I thought it was like an isolated thing. So I've heard of this happening, but yeah, I mean it's it is it unappealing of course but am i scared of a frogger by definition i mean even in the reddit post the guy saying you know how to find a a home that's less likely to be violent they don't want trouble they just want a frog i don't want to have that social interaction it's spelled with a ph because frogs don't like to be known as frogs with an f and they try to hide their frogginess from themselves and others by transparent means in short once one has transformed into a frog they attempt to hide that fact so but that's that's in an article on forbes about saying no is a secret weapon at work so i don't know that's why I'm scared and I can't sleep and I come downstairs and then I get adrenaline because I'm scared because there's a frogger in the room of the where we wash clothes. And he's just like. Yeah. Well, that's why I can't sleep. <laughs> well, I can, pr- I can promise you we don't have a frogger. You can't promise that. I guarantee you, you we don't have promise. a frogger. I will do everything in my power We've to show to you. We've never been in the attic. We don't even know how to get no there. No one can live in that attic. <laughs> Our attic is four inches tall. A little man? Well, I'm sorry that that troubles you. It troubles me so. I mean, I've been holding on. I've been holding on to that as long as I've been on this medication that I can't sleep on. The Frogger thing? Yeah. And now I'm... 16, 17 years, yeah. Okay. I think about it all the time. You think about it. Well, not that. all the time, but enough. Every time I come downstairs, every time I've slept in the base, every time you wake up and you're like, oh, she's gone. She must be having a hard time sleeping. Right. She's in the basement. You just know before I did that, I've gone through and checked. Sometimes I lay in bed because I'm like, I didn't check all the, I looked in the living room, but I didn't stick my head into the closet enough. So I'll get back up and check. So I'm just down here with my phone flashlight looking around while you're sleeping. Well, if there's a frogger, they're in the attic. And if they're in the attic, the basement is the furthest place away from them. I don't know. It's very troubling. I mean, honestly, I wouldn't mind if we had a frogger. Keep us company. Not even that. Just someone to be here. Yeah. It's like having a dog. It's like someone's always there. Yeah. And you can rely on that and it makes you feel less alone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, so that's the bad news is I have to keep taking the stimulant at night and continue to be grumpy and sad and hurt and scared of frogs, pH frogs. Well, I don't, I don't think we're going to die from a frogger, hopefully. And even if we did afterwards, we, we wouldn't know. Yeah, that's the best part about dying is you don't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You don't know. I mean, there there are, have you heard of the three things that are going to happen after we die, that we'll never know about. Like 
the lack of an afterlife. There are things oh. that are going to happen after we die that we can't know about. Okay. Three things in particular. So there's the the dress that Jackie O was wearing when her boyfriend was shot. Uh, that won't be revealed to the public until 2063. What's there to reveal? Like I don't know. Just a bloody dress. Why is it? Why does it matter? I don't think that one matters. What does it do? What does the blood look like after a hundred years? Is it a hundred years? It's just tie dye at that point. Yeah. So that just seems like in 2063 we could probably make we could probably make it to 2063. What's that? I'm not planning on it, but 85 years or something like that. I don't know how old we are. It's about 80. We'll see the dress. Yeah. People saying we won't see the dress. A lot of us will see the dress. That will be very underwhelming. We'll be like, oh, I heard about that. So I know. I feel like the the I feel like seeing the Jackie O dress is pretty doable. Yeah. Is that on a list that people are like, we're never going to see the dress? Yes. It would do nothing for me to see that dress. I would do nothing at all. I could. I would rather see that shirt that doesn't fit you that we forgot to return than see Jackie O's dress. Yes. Right. So, yeah, this is a list of the three things. But maybe when that time comes, we'll look at that and be like, remember when we were young and spry and... Thought we wouldn't see this. And now we saw it, and okay. And the world's on fire, and nothing matters, and we'll die soon. But the next we saw the one. Dress. <laughs> the next one, though, I am uh, I'm really wanting to see, and I think I can. My goal in life is to live long enough to see this. What is it? So there's a letter from the Queen that is to be read by the mayor of Sydney in the year 2085. So I would have to be 98 years old. You can do that. That's my goal. And then you'll just die I'll the just, next day. Yeah, I'll yeah. blow my brains out as soon as they finish reading that. All right. That one I, that one I want to see. What the hell do did she write? Do we have any clues? We, we don't know anything. She just said we couldn't read it? She just said for... you can't read it until a day of your choosing in the year 2085. That's not even the mayor that she... Was writing it to. So That's what, to yeah, but what mail? could it say? What secrets could be held? It better be meaningful. It's wildly specific. Yeah. Man, if I was in power, I would totally just, it's the equivalent of just leaving teeth places, just freak people out. Like, what is in that letter? Right. Also, whoever has that letter, just open it. Who cares? Just open it. Like, just She's us. dead. Yeah. Her family's a bunch of, well, one of them's a pervert, but. They don't care. They're wondering what it is. Just open it. Just open it. So no clues, just like... Just like, I wrote you a letter, open it on the day of your choosing in the year 2085, and... Uh, Seems like a very senile thing to do. I would love... I, I want to do that. I'm just going to write a letter and say, yeah. in the year 2130, the mayor of Baltimore shall open this letter and read it to the public. It's just like a drawing of a... A dick. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be great. The next one, though, is sadly we don't stand a chance, uh, barring some sort of freak advancement in medical science. Which is what, like, Silicon Valley's really trying to figure out, right? They like, are. Immune, immunity? What? Immoral? Longevity? Yeah, longevity. Uh, immortality. Yes, that's, that's the word. Yes. The next one, we don't stand a chance. Yeah. And... This one I am probably most curious about, but I don't want to see it now. 
I want to see it when we can see it. And that is in the year 2115. John Malkovich wrote a movie and apparently produced it. Some French production company uh, called 100 Years that will be released in the year 2115. It was made in 2015, will be released 100 years after that. That's pretty awesome. That's real cool. Huh. That's real cool. It better be cool. If there was a movie made called 100 Years, it was released in... Charlie Chaplin. Yeah, in 1923, it was created and released this year. That would be cool. It would be cool. It doesn't matter if it's good because it's just a little time capsule that was reserved for us. Yes. Plus, he's great. So maybe... I just like that they took a total loss on that project. Like, no one got paid because... Yeah. Maybe maybe profits are baked into... Malkovich's offspring somehow. Yeah. Like my great grandchildren will get this. That's too bad. We'll never know. That's a sad feeling. It's sad. Yeah, I just feel that sad. That one now. we cannot see. Sometimes I think about that. Like, what am I gonna miss when I die? I really want to see what happens with AI. I don't want to see what happens with climate change. But I will see both. Everything's gonna be fine. Yeah. AI is not going to take over. The planet's going to survive. Even if it doesn't take over, it'll get really advanced. Very intriguing. But we'll be dead. We'll find out. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, I'll, uh, at least with AI, we'll definitely see advancement before we die. I just want to know where it ends, you know? I think it's the next stage of evolution. Like, get rid of the humans. You made the next life form. I don't give us that much credit. We didn't... We didn't make something that's going to take over and and wipe us out. Why not? We just didn't. Well, we haven't. And we won't. Maybe. If someone with the right or wrong it's philosophy. Too, it's too fantastical. I don't think it's that it's crazy. It's so fantastical. Like, if you wrote this story 30 years ago, I guess we kind of did. It was, it was just a play. It was a movie, and it was that was funny. And no one thought about it. We hope for the best. So yeah, those are so those are two things we might live to see and one thing we will not be able to see. The one we won't see is the one I want to see the most. So and of course I, I learned that on TikTok. Our TikTok is growing, by the way. Yeah. We had a few weeks ago we did a fake conspiracy on Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah. Saying that Jocko is Macho Man Randy Savage. Randy Savage faked his death, and we predicted that the video would do okay on TikTok. Did well, and people were, like, mad. They're like, this is bullshit, because they yeah. don't watch it to the end. Right. So, there were there are a few people who yeah. believe it. Yeah. So We've made an impact. I, that wasn't the intention, because at the end, we do say this is not true, but people don't but make it all the way through the video, it. so we can't help them. We can't save you. Well, we can, yeah, we can take advantage of that to get engagement and views. Right. By following the formula of, because TikTok likes to reward conspiracy, really conspiracies. All of our best videos are about that. Like, So we thought, well, why don't we make that a segment? We'll make clippable, tick-tippable content. Because the stuff that my favorite parts of the podcast are not super TikTok-y, so we... Can do both. We can have our podcast content, but then also grow. Then we'll also make up lies for TikTok. Yes. Um, because they do well. They do So great. we might as well. Um, so this is a... Uh, I've noticed that there are a lot of videos about the Disney universe and weaving together 
stories from different Disney movies that aren't related, but forcing them to be related. Snow White was 14, just as a side note, for anyone that didn't know that. Did she, what is that, why is that bad? No, she's 14 and her love interest was 31. It's not good. She had a love interest? I don't know. I, th- I just thought she had the dwarves. I don't know. I looked, I just, if you look up how old she was, there's a character. I haven't watched I never watched that out. movie. I never watched that movie at all. Does Snow White have a love interest? Hold on. I thought it was just a movie about a girl with a bunch of tiny men and they all liked life together. Can, can we find out before we go on to? Sure. Yeah. I have to log into ChatGPT because that's the only one I trust. Did Snow White have a love interest? Yes. Oh, okay. Form of a prince. This is the littlest response I've ever had. Yeah, true love's kiss. How old was he? Well, it says it's open to interpretation, but Google says he's 31, and I'm sticking with it. I think he's a pervert. Well, I thought, how fun would it be just to make up a completely, obviously absurdist connection of Disney movies? Because those... Those do well. They do great. So we're going to make up a fake Disney Universe movie connection theory that is very obviously not true. And we'll just see how well this clip does on TikTok. All right. How does that sound? So, uh, again, the the TikTok, you got to start off with a hook. Yeah. So something like, uh, like, have you heard? So we'll start off with, and I've... We're just going to go here. We'll just see what happens. So have you heard the Disney conspiracy about Toy Story? No. Well, this is going to blow your mind. Apparently, there's something called Disney's Nine Old Men. And these are the animators who created all of the, the classic Disney cartoons. And they allegedly planned to write storylines that would outlive them. So... Apparently, Christopher Robbins from Winnie the Pooh is the dad of Bert from Mary Poppins, who is played by Dick Van Dyke. Now he does the bait. He does the bait. You know, he does that. That's his father. Um, yeah. So Christopher Robbins is the dad of Bert from Mary Poppins. Okay. And Bert moved to the U.S. after the Mary Poppins timeline, and he gave birth to Al. <laughs> I I can't keep a straight face on that. That's great. Or saying that he gave birth. Okay, so he gave, he gave birth. birth to Al. You have to do that again because I was talking over you. It's okay. I can clip it all together. Okay. He gave birth to Al, the angel from Angels in the Outfield. Now, Al went on to live his life, but then he died and became an angel. But before he died, he had a son named Andy. Do you remember Andy from Toy Story? Of course I remember Andy from Toy Story. Well, apparently Andy is Al's son. He's the son? And that's why Andy didn't have a dad because his dad died and was Al from Angels in the Outfield. Because he was busy being an angel. And also, we made that up. It's not true. None of those movies are connected in any way. That we know of. So Certainly not that way. Not that way. Not that way. Because we lied. Yes. Okay. All right. So that was our TikTok lie. So, yeah, we're spreading misinformation. So that's what we do here. Um, 
But before we go, we'll end this a little bit uh, differently than normal. Um, Our dog died a year ago, and we miss her. When she died as a coping mechanism, DJ made some music from... He made her into a MIDI keyboard. So, yeah, I, well, we had lots of videos of her. Yeah. And uh, she did this thing where when she walked at night... She would, like, slap her paws around. It's very loud. And we had videos of her, like, walking and slapping her, what I call slapping her sticks. Yeah, slapping her sticks. And so uh, made a few different songs out of clips from her, sounds. And this was one of them called Slapping Her Sticks. It's an homage to... Tina Tuna. Tina Tuna, the wonderful dog, uh, the sweetest dog. The best dog. So if you have a dog, you have a great dog. But it's not Tina Tuna. It's not Tina and that's Tuna. That's not your fault. So, but we'll outro with that, and we'll have her album cover as the screen because might great, as well. Yeah, it's a great, great picture. All right. Well, thank you for. Uh, we can go ahead and play it. We'll right. just. Uh, it's a great song. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you back next time. Yeah. One a.m. Sticks around. <laughs> Look at you go, Tuna. <laughs> well, you know, Buster, I hate that sun in my eyes when it's morning time. I'm taking a shower, splishing and splashing, then I hear that sound in your. Telling me you gotta go out, Tina Tuna. Are you slapping your sticks about? Oh yeah! Oh, I gotta clock out, so I break from the boss and I open sardines. And then I start to eat before I take that bite. I hear that sound. Tina Tuna, are you slapping your sticks around? <laughs>
kicks and kick back a scotch and ale Then you flap those ears as if to say Tina Tuna, you're gonna slap your sticks for 